Hey, everybody. It's In The Word Podcast with Will and Marie. I'm Will. And I'm Marie. And we're on episode 197, and we're um, changing gears and talking about a new subject, Mm. the subject of repentance. Um, Wow. What what are your... What are your initial thoughts Ooh, about repentance before we embark on this uh, multi-part series? <laughs> yeah, I was over here just kind of thinking about it. It's, it's, um, it's a deep subject in that um, I remember over the years you have talked about the difference between repentance and remorse mm-hmm. or things like that. And so I guess as individual believers, um, we have to uh, gauge ourselves or, or, or ask the Lord to reveal to us we're truly repentant about something because as we go on to talk about this, this subject, some people think because they feel bad that that's repentance. And, um, I, and as we have learned over the years, it's a little more than that. Well, kind of a lot more than just feeling right. sorry or feeling, you know, bad that we did something. Yeah. Yeah. And because you've said over the years, sometimes we feel guilty that we got caught. We feel right. bad that we got caught. Not that we actually, you know, committed an act that was in violation right. of what God has, you know. I mean, if you look at the dictionary, like in the back of my Bible, just looking at this one, it says to stop living a sinful life or to determine to refrain, usually accompanied by regret and the desire for forgiveness. Right. Um, it's a lot more to it, but that's that's a good start right there. Yeah, it's a great start. And I couldn't actually find an Old Testament Hebrew um, equivalent for repentance um, as we define it. But the concept of repentance is in the Old Testament. If we want to just start there as a jumping off spot, because, you know, we think of the word, obviously most of us know that repentance is essentially uh, a change of mind. You know, it means to turn or return it. It essentially it, it constitutes two I would say two prerequisites. I think turning from evil, this is the way I teach it anyway, turning from evil, turning to God. It's not just like you said, it's not just remorse. Right. It's not just um, sorrow. Yeah. It's, you know, the Bible says it's godly sorrow that leads to repentance, right. but it's not just sorrow. It's godly sorrow. And it's not just feeling bad right. that right. you, you know, you got caught or you did something wrong. There's there's more to it than just remorse or sorrow or or shame. Yeah, and I think a person who is saved or who is being saved will be able to recognize the difference because the Holy Spirit will enlighten you on that. Like when you really you know repent for what you you know your transgression against the Lord, it's going to be a deep felt thing. It's going to be something uh, where you are. You just really, really sorry you did it, but and you're determined not to go that way again. It's like a self-loathing, so so to speak, right. that you would that you would defy our Lord and our Savior. So, um, you know, those that are being saved, those that are born again, you know, let the Holy Spirit do His work. Right. You know, and then you don't have to worry about whether you're really repenting or not. You'll know. <laughs> Right. You right, know. Yeah. Right. And, 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 you know, we use Psalms 51. David kind of gives us a picture in the Old Testament, you know, before we probably in, a, in upcoming episodes, we'll look at some New Testament uh, instances of repentance. But 
David sort of sets the stage, I think, that most of us are familiar with in Psalms 51 when he prays this very contrite prayer for pardon from God for his adultery with um, Uriah's wife mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and just, just the fact that, you know, Nathan the prophet called him out on it. And after his initial protest, he, he comes around and he says things like, you know, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, mm, cleanse yes. me from my sins, yes. for I know my transgressions yes. and my sin is ever before me against you and you only have I sinned and done what is evil in thy sight. So I, I think just looking at those those verses there in Psalms 51, 3 and 4, it, it seems like repentance has to be driven by a knowledge that we have disobeyed God. Right. It, it, it has to it has to come from being informed by scripture that this is something that God is not happy with. Mm, yeah. And therefore I am sorry for my rebellion against God and and uh that's that's what I'm that's what I'm asking uh for forgiveness for. Right. And would you include like and I know you would like words like you know, you recognize that you've done, you know, that you violated God's um, commands or whatever, but then you become determined, um, looking for some action words that, you know, that mm-hmm. that will follow if you've really repented. It's not like, you know, you're you re- you repent or tell the Lord you're sorry. And then the next day you feel fine about it. And, you know, you can just go on living life and possibly do the same thing again. It's like there'll be this quickening in your spirit. Right. You know, that I did it and I don't ever want to even think about it, let alone do it again. And the scripture speaks of, of uh, I'm, I'm looking at, um, I'm not going to read the whole thing, Acts 11, 18, and, and even uh, 2 Corinthians 7, 8 through 10, mm-hmm. um, where that, that's how it is. You know, when, it's, when you sin against the Lord, you just have, like I said earlier, self-loathing. You just don't ever want to do it again and don't even talk to me about it because I don't even want to think about it again that I was so stupid that I could, you know, violate God's command, God's law willingly. Right. And then, you know, and not not be have arrived at a place where you don't ever want to do that again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. agree. When you said that, it reminded me of, um, I'm turning to it now. I think it's in Psalms. 19 when david said lord keep back thy servant let me see if i can find it from presumptuous saying yes yeah, it's, it's psalm 1913 um you know and i'll just for context i'll read uh verse 12 in psalm 19 it says who can discern his errors Equip reading from the New American Standard. Acquit me of my hidden faults. Mm, wow. Also, keep back your servant from presumptuous sins. That means deliberate sins. That means intentional sins. That means sinning with a preconceived notion or a premeditation that I know I'm sinning, mm-hmm. and I know I can in, in, invoke. Uh, forgiveness from God on the other end, on the other side. And, and David says, let them not rule over me. Then I will be blameless and I shall be acquitted of great transgression. So when, when I read that, 
when I read that, I I think of just the, the uh, concept of of forgiveness having it, it can't it has to include the fact that I've, I've violated God's laws, sure, God's yeah, rules. Yeah. And, and I don't want to do this again. I don't want to be presumptuous about it. I may not always even be aware of it. He said, who can discern his errors, equip me of my hidden faults. So, so right then we know that, uh, there may be some things that we're not even aware of, right. but we certainly don't want to be guilty of, of repeating the same sin multiple times, which we typically do, right. but, but not with the, we shouldn't have the attitude. I know God's going to forgive me. So I'm going to do this anyway. And now asking for forgiveness on the other side. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a tough one. There is that, um, something I wanted to say, and it just slipped my mind about that repentance. Uh, Oh, okay. You can go ahead. Let me well, well, while you're, you. well, while you're thinking about it, because I hope you remember it, because this, something I thought, well, let's define our terms a little bit and talk about we're saying repentance is in, it involves turning uh, from sin and to God. Well, well, what exactly is sin? And I think John first John defines it yeah. uh, when he says, uh, first of all, he says in verse eight of first John one, if we say that we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. So I think, first of all, we have to acknowledge the fact that we do sin. We are capable of sin. Even if we're believers, mm-hmm. especially believers, we have to be cognizant of the fact that we may commit sins of omission as well as sins of commission. And sometimes, as David said in Psalms 139, we may not be aware of it. Lord, search me. Mm-hmm. See if there's any wicked way in me, my blind spots. If yeah. I'm tone deaf to some sin yeah. that I'm committing repeatedly, Lord, reveal that to me. But John goes on and say, if we confess our sins in verse 9 of 1 John 1, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yes, amen. Even in Acts 26, 26, 20, I think it is, when it says, once you're saved, Mm -hmm. do works that show that you've repented. Yes, yes. So there'll be changes in your life when you've really repented and accepted the Lord uh, as your Lord and your Savior. And as you walk through life. Right. um, Yeah, because, you know, talking about the sinning part of it real quickly, we, we, when we doubt God, that's a sin, you right, know, so right. we as believers don't want to deliberately, knowingly, you know, practice and do the same thing every day sins that we know we shouldn't. But even in our knowing our knowledge and understanding of the word, we have to get that down because we could be sinning against him because we don't know what's in the word. Right. So we have to arm ourselves and we have to build ourselves up and, you know, within in the knowledge of the Lord so that we won't commit sins that, you know, we're not even aware that we're doing. But the Holy Spirit eventually, I think, don't you think the Holy Spirit will eventually convict a, a, a born again believer that they're walking in sin in some way? Yeah. If they're especially if they're in the word, if they're spending time time in the word yeah. you know the holy spirit brings back to remembrance those things that we've deposited in right, us so right. it's still incumbent upon us to be in the word to be students of the word so that the holy spirit has something to work with you know we yeah. we have to give him we have to make sure that we're letting the holy spirit re- quicken the word that's in us yes, yeah. so we we need to spend time in prayer and bible study so that yeah. we know what god's word says so we can make sure we're not in violation exactly of it. yes that's good so lord help us today as we try to work towards not sinning and be pleasing in your sight 
Help us as we study these passages of scripture on repentance and seeking your forgiveness and and being clean before you and holy before you. We ask you to open our eyes to your word that we we might be enlightened and, and obedient to all that we see and all that we hear from your word. And we thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. We'll see everybody next time.